you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera. Exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long, but also to back them like no other company was willing to, with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best-in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much, every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage. Each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse. If they wouldn't use it, you don't get it. Exodus is so confident you love your new Exodus camera. They're offering you, the listener of this show, 15% off your next order today. Just use code BTE. If you don't love it, get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets, and they start at just $179. Plus, you're 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends, no charge, which makes the Exodus lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for HD photo requests. That's pretty nice. No additional fees for video uploads and all cameras share data. On a single data plan for easy management. See for yourself why so many have made the switch to Exodus and experienced the Exodus difference. Use code BTE to get 15% off your next order today. Now let's talk about Osseo Gear, a great option for whitetail hunters. They develop a premium line of bowhunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Osseo. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand. So visit asiogear.com, get you some premium hunting clothing. Gotta talk to you about Stealth Outdoors, makers of Stealth Strips. Stealth Strips really are a, a product that any hunter, whether you're a weekend warrior or a guy that hunts almost every day, really needs to take advantage of stuff absolutely deadens your your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise free if you haven't checked out stealth strips yet stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear get the good stuff get stealth strips visit stealthoutdoors.com pick you up some stealth strips all my partners are linked in the description below go check them out Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We are uh, down Tennessee at Patrick's house, and this was kind of an unannounced show, so I don't know how many people are going to be on tonight, but um, did some hunting today in Tennessee. Yep, your first time, well, your second, second time. Second, uh, Your first is, rut hunt in Tennessee. Is, is the velvet hunt really even a, I mean, that's No, so, we just hung so, out and sweated a lot. <laughs> we, we basically worked out and went and got in a sauna. That's yeah, basically what we yeah. did. It's that's such an abnormal, um, abnormal, yeah, 100, season. 100 I mean, degree, yeah, it's terrible. Well, I shouldn't say that because, like, South Carolina, which is just next door, kind of you know, it, I guess they open August 15th and that's hot down there, too. You know, yeah, too much. It's hot, it was not real. Did you say South Carolina, yeah, August yeah, their deer, their deer come out of velvet early, too. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of their deer. I noticed on pictures yeah. of some places, low country something man he posts pictures and i thought he was full of it i was like man no way those deer are out of velvet that yeah soon. yeah do they come out about uh velvet like august like mid no i'm here oh no Is september september 10th they'll all be out of velvet usually like 99 percent of them probably by like the 20th you know what it seems like that velvet hunt to me for tennessee is is like it's almost like a uh 
trying to try to say this nicely, but like it's almost like a like a tourist 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 thing. That's like, what it's for. Yeah, it's to bring in money from out of staters. Yeah, for like a three day. I mean, that's why I came down because you never. You know. Yeah, I've never hunted it. I was gonna say a lot of the residents Once don't even twice. don't even. It's mess too with hot, it. man. Yeah, cutting grass all summer. I don't. Yeah, go so you're still cutting grass that time of year. Yeah, that's I got him too. I still cut my, cutting all these yards and stuff, landscape and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I've just never done. I hunted it one time. We had a like it was like a fluke where it got down into like. 60s and the highs were like in the 70s and i hunted at that that one one or two days yeah i just wasn't i wasn't on them but you know the deer or anything yeah. just kind of went out it was fun though i mean it was whatever we were deer hunting so it was fun yeah but sweating just, and just having fun that's really it yeah <laughs> making um, memories i was not sweating this morning my toes were cold no uh, toes are still cold yeah and what did we talk about last night i was like is that what you're wearing you're like, i'm from indiana man you saw yeah and you're like oh I'm i wasn't i didn't get like my upper body or my above my toes did not get cold but i have to get some better insulated i just ha all i have for rubber boots is those uh gum lease and they're not they have no insulation yeah. at all in them yeah i just wear the mucks yeah or whatever yeah That's i'm gonna get me a wearing. pair of mucks that have some good insulation in them yeah. i think yeah um i thought about well we just the nature of where we were hunting that's a good idea to have rubber boots on yeah yeah you um, should have had your heated vest no i was good like i said my upper body was fine well, my you know just got cold you know what happens is because i used to what they and you might know this a lot of people online might know this but when i used to work at a sporting goods store the guy from lacrosse boots came in and gave us like a seminar whoever with a rep or whatever and he told us the reason your feet get warm is because your core is getting cold so even though you might not realize that if your core is not at optimum temperature your feet, your body will pull the blood circulation from your extremities. Trying to, trying to, trying keep to keep your core your organs. Warm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you were, so. you were probably just, I, I think know. it was because I was wearing and you had like, I mean, honestly, thin socks. I didn't have any, I, didn't, I just had normal like socks that you'd wear yeah. to the grocery store. Well, I mean, it's cold. We're not in <laughs> and, Florida. And, and you know, just, it gets cold. Here. I, and I had on just those gum leaf, non insulated boots standing on top of a metal stand, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I try to keep my feet up. Like I took try to like hold my feet up a little bit yeah. so they wouldn't be sitting on cold metal. Do you notice you know? when you're when you're saddle hunting? Or, uh, do you notice that your feet don't seem to get, they don't cold get as cold? You're kind of moving around a little bit, well, up and down, and, and just not got as much surface area that your yeah. feet are like yeah. when you're sitting on a flat on a stand. You're you know that's a lot of cold. Yeah, this like uh, yeah, absolutely radiating up through your feet. Yeah, but a lot of guys wear. Uh, like those pullover booties or like big socks. To yeah, I've seen that. I used, we used to sell those as, uh, who makes those? Arctic Shield. Arctic Shield, yeah. Those boots. I've never worn those. Yeah. I just, that's a lot to carry. Yeah, it is. Can't be it too is. mobile in those. No. Um, I've, I've found that what works really good is that those toe warmers do work good. Yeah, yeah. My shame wears the uh, foot, the soles, the ones that stick in the whole sole. Yeah. He loves those. Yeah, I, I have. not real bulky. No, no, no. I keep them in my pack, and if my feet get cold, I'll just throw them in. Yeah. You know, I'll um, take them. I put them on top of my foot, actually, yeah. and then it helps a lot. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I was watch, I watched, a, I was tinkering around on YouTube. I watched a Bill Winky one of his YouTube videos about keeping your feet warm. Uh -huh. And that's what he was just like good insulated boots that you don't have to, you know, you don't want to double up on socks, keep, keep the airflow yep. in your feet, get them a little bigger. Yeah. Give them. Yeah. Just half size, probably like at least a half size big. Yep. That way the insulation is not uh, pushed down. Yep. But yep. so I don't know. And you're just open. You're just up against the outside elements too. Yeah. So you just stay cold. Oleg said battery heated socks. I've never tried those. Yeah. I, I you know, I wear them duck hunting. And they work. They just lose. They're like only last a couple hours. Do they really? The ones that I got, I got them on Amazon. So oh. maybe there's a better one out there. If uh, if he uses whatever he uses, he put them in the chat. I'm, I recognize yeah. him from. He's always on here. Yeah, so like he's a lot. Yeah, I'd like to see what what he uses. Um, if they last longer, mine only last like I don't know, like but literally duck hunting and on high, they're not super warm, but they last maybe two three hours. It just doesn't seem like. Yeah, very long. Um, I don't know. R four to six. That's probably not the battery. The battery powered sock sounds like an insulation level. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm either going to get a nice pair of insulated, um, rubber boots or get like some nice lace up, like taller lace up insulated boots. I can't yeah. decide what I want to get yet. It depends on which. I mean, if you're hunting, the lace up boots will last longer. Oh yeah, rubber boots don't last long at all. No, I had those lacrosse 
Aerolite. Yeah. And I bought them like two sizes too big. Oh, really? And they were warm. But God, they were so bulky. And trying yeah, to I know. That's what I'm thinking. Getting lace mobiles. You know, it's so hard when you're mobile because, you know, if you're a tree stand hunter and you go and you hang your sets and you just walk to your stand, get up in the tree, it doesn't really matter as much. But when you're mobile, you're trying to be more lightweight yeah. and, and comfortable walking around the woods. So right. a big bulky boot like that, even though it's warm, like climbing on the sticks, like your the, your foot is actually not right on the stick it's more of the boot which it's just yeah know, the rubber flapping around at the end so it you just i don't know yeah i don't know either keep your core warm yep shoot all your deer early season you don't have to worry about it yeah yeah it's not <laughs> or keep moving south yeah not my luck. Keep going south yeah just follow the rut down at least this year i came down here instead of going up to wisconsin this time of yeah year. yeah it's kind of cool too because y'all's rut like all that rut's pretty much done yeah and down here, I mean, our deer aren't even in, our does honey yeah. started going in heat. Yeah. So like, like you know, in the spring when I turkey hunt, I chase the spring up, and like you can chase the rut down. You know. Yep. Um, I'm looking for Oleg's recommendation. Yeah. Face says lace ups are better if you aren't hitting water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, almost in every way, it's just one of those deals where. Um, oh, this is something we can talk about. Scent with your rubber boots. Um, same video. I keep talking about Bill Winkie because it's literally the same video I watched, but um, he was talking about, you know, this kind of theory that if you wear rubber boots, the deer can't smell where you walk. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of like, that's, you know, he's of all the deer I've seen. I don't, he's like, I don't think that's true. He goes, I think, I think they smell your, like your pant leg and all that stuff rubbing up against yeah. things and all whatnot. He just wears lace up all the time because he doesn't think it matters. He thinks that they're going to smell you. They're going to smell you no matter what you wear. Kill some big deer too, but I don't, I, you know, to you guys see, you know, on public land, does it sure, yeah. make, make a bigger difference on public land? I don't know. I think your land than you know, on a farm too. I mean, I mean, I know the rubber doesn't, maybe hold sin as well, but it's like, if you, unless you wear the, if you wear your rubber filling up gas and in the restaurant and the gas station, it's yeah. like, they probably have some scent to them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got, everything smells like something. Yeah. It just probably doesn't hold human scent. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't know. I've killed deer with uh, both types of boots on. Yeah. I've just always worn rubber cause I'm in the South. Yeah. It's just what we do. Yeah. Well, we always, I did always did too for you the know, longest time. Everybody wears lacrosse burleys. Um, always hunted with now just mugs. Yeah. Everybody wears mugs. I don't yeah. like them. I wonder if the neoprene that's on the top. I wonder if that holds any scent. Versus, I don't know. Because neoprene is rubber, but it's like modified or whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's, I don't know. it's rubber. Neoprene. Yeah, yeah. Rubber, I believe you there. I just I'm not sure if it I mean it's 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 waterproof, so it shouldn't be absorbent really. No, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so. Um yeah, when the woods says my boots have fallen apart in three seasons. Yeah, you're probably lucky you got that far out of them, man. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd go through them pretty quickly. I, yeah. Uh, especially, especially the neoprene. Yeah, go through briars. Yeah. Tears the top of them up. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the deer hunting in the south. I'm I'm surprised at how many like good deer are around here. And I'm not talking like giants or, or whatever, you know, we're not seeing a bunch of giants, but like you and John and uh, everybody at your club, mm -hmm. you guys got a, like a lot of deer between a hundred inches and 130 inches. Mm -hmm. Like a yeah. lot of them. Those one tens, the two year old one tens and even three year olds that mm -hmm. are like a little bit on the smaller side, you know, are mm -hmm. plentiful. And like there's three year olds that are, really big for us yeah um, i've got one of my deer i killed on the club that when you showed him uh, back in the velvet hunt uh, that eight point i think he was just three and a half and he was 143 yeah and that deer i showed you the 10 you know that's that i'm hunting right now i mean i think he's probably three and he's probably going to be in the 40s you know yeah. so they can get the size it's just they're just i don't know it seems like there's just more of them up north oh yeah well, there's there's more bigger ones up north, I think. Mm -hmm. Age but, structure's better up yeah, north than it is. Yeah, here. but I mean in, at least in Indiana, we we don't have that many. I mean we have 
we don't have a lot of deer anyway, but like we don't have that many two year old, two and three year olds. What do you, you guys think have? like the ratio, the buck doe ratio is in like states like Illinois or Wisconsin where you hunted? Wisconsin, I don't think it's great. Um, I think Indiana has a better buck to doe ratio than Wisconsin. This is just my feeling. I don't have no, I have no scientific reason of saying that other than just my observations. But on our club, I think it's pretty good. I usually see more bucks than those. Yeah. But the age structure of the bucks is not as good yeah. as I'd like to see it. I'd like to see more. This year is kind of an exception. There's a lot of bucks, a lot of older three-year-old plus that I've got pictures of and other people do on the club, but usually it's not the case. Usually there's a ton of two-year-olds. Yeah. A few three-year-olds, and I'm sure there's probably some giants that just you never see. Right. You know, giant six points. Huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody ever killed like a Boone and Crockett off your guys' club? No, best year I think they've killed is like 153. Really? But there have been a few 153s, which is pretty big for, I mean, on a somewhat regular basis. Yeah. I mean, they killed a six point that was a giant. Uh, it scored, paid one, a fine? scored 142. No, it was legal. It had three up. It oh, was okay. missing a brow on one oh, side. Okay, okay. No, it had no brows. Or no, it had a little bitty brow here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was, it was probably 24 inches inside. It looked oh, like wow. A, it looked like a mule. It was huge. Biggest. It was a, the biggest deer I've ever seen come off of there. Yeah. Even though it only scored 152, it was just a super – it was just crazy how big that deer yeah. was. Old. And mm-hmm. I've got a six-point on my phone that was it's probably 22, 23 inches wide. I mean, he'd be – he'd score Pope and Young. Yeah. You know, easy. Huh. Easy Pope and Young. Yeah. But, so that was that's your club, and like I guess describe your club to people. How many acres is it there? How many acres? Twenty six hundred acres. Okay, forty five members. Really, probably twenty that hunt, that really hunt. Yeah, like on like what the average guy hunts, and then like ten that hunt like you and I hunt a lot. Yeah, that hunt a lot. Maybe less than ten that hunt a lot. And like, really, I'm the only one that hunts a lot. Right. And then there's maybe one more guy that hunts a lot and then everybody else hunts way more than the average person. Probably like eight of those guys. Yeah. You know, they're not just on the weekends. They, yeah. They get a lot it's of a, it seems like it's pretty, pretty comparable to like a piece of public in the Midwest. I think it's probably got more pressure because everything's so accessible because of the roads. So yeah, that's true. If you kill a good deer, you can't off really of, get away from anything. No, you can't get away from anyone. And then it, it, like you get the main roads in like where I sat at this morning, there's like a, like a, old road that the, goes to where i was sitting yeah at. like you can the, just walk the good, anywhere the good thing about it is is that um because it's been timbered it's there's a lot of places for big deer to hide that people just aren't going to be go to yeah. they just can't i mean you saw some of that stuff in there that those deer came out of i mean 90 percent of hunters won't ever go in there yeah and i know there's deer that are just making it because they just stay they in there they just don't leave it so yeah it's it's a little different than my experience, like hunting in Illinois, where you see the big deer that'll walk across more open stuff. They just don't do that down here because yeah. the hunting pressure. Three months of gun season. I yeah, it's a long rifle season, straight solid three. Yeah, months. that's crazy. It's nuts. What's the end of October is when it opens? Well, now because of CWD, but it's always so in the CWD zone. It's the end of October through. It's, it's we have a juvenile hunt, which is usually the last weekend in October. Mm-hmm. So whatever that weekend is, it could be as early as probably like the twenty seventh, yeah, or as late as like the first of November, and then it's through January thirty first, yeah, and it's rifle, hundred percent rifle, yeah, high powered rifle the whole time, yeah. So being a bow hunter is a little hard, right? Yep. I don't know. It's a uh, different man. It's crazy because like plenty of deer though. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think, you know. There's a lot of places to hide around here. Oh, yeah. Especially in that cutover in that bottom, man. We were talking about this, too, about down here in the south. Like, um, the whole, like, finding specific buck bed is not real relevant here because, no. you're, I mean, you, you'd never – I mean, you never find one. It would be I, like, I tried, like, following Dan's philosophy. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you just can't find a bed. Yeah. You cannot find a bed because they can bed anywhere. Yeah. You can find bedding areas or, or transitions or mm-hmm. whatever where they may be, but – Yep. Like to, to find a, like a, it's, it's hard to find a, a bet. And I'm sure they're there. I don't doubt that they're there, like a specific area that bucks like to bet in yeah. because it's bulletproof. 
but it's just hard to find. Yeah. I've looked for them. I, I can mean, definitely I've, see that. I've walked around, looked for them, and it's just like, where do you look? Everything looks the same. Yeah. But I don't think you're – I mean, the method of just getting in closer to betting here is a good thing. No. You know. No. I mean, you can still get in there, and, you know, especially right now, being in the rut or pre-rut right before they're going into heat, like hunting betting, you know, you can find betting. Because there are areas that are thicker mm-hmm. and areas that are more open because of the stages of the cutover that you're hunting. And they didn't cut everything because it's a select cut. So, you know, it is it is still it's still good. Uh, you know, you can still find bedding. But and I've looked for that elusive buck bed for a couple of years now, man. And I have it's hard to find it. Plus, it floods and it washes away. Yeah, that's places. true. The river, river bottom down there. Yeah, that's what's crazy about your guys's your guys's uh, hunt club is like you said like the rains could come and it could be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. you won't be able to hunt it. Yep, pretty I mean, much. Well, a lot of the times, usually by mid December, you can't hunt it. Most of it, and you can hunt. I mean, we boated in and hunted high spots, but I've never had any luck doing that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I now I have seen some good deer boating in, like boating down the river, and you'll see them standing on the bank yeah. on the club. And by the time you get turned around and try, I mean, you can't. You can't shoot my boat, you know, right. stupid too. To, I mean, I wouldn't even try that. But you know, even if you try to get set up on him, they're in such a little spot. I mean, they'll they'll wade that water like yeah, they'll swim it. They don't yeah. even think twice about it because they're used to it from living in a river bottom yeah. for so long. Or they go to the high ground. Well, you just start duck hunting it then. Yep. Yeah. About all you do, duck hunt it or go go somewhere else. Yeah. Go out of state maybe. Yeah. Buck Slayer asked, "What's the rut activity there in Tennessee?" Seen three bucks this morning in Oklahoma, all locked down with those. Yeah, we're um we're not there yet. I think I think a lot of the mature bucks are probably locked down with those, but um like as they trickle in and stuff, but I don't think we're we're not there yet. You you kind of described your rut differently than what we have in Indiana. Like you said, it's like a slow, Very steady. Slow. Yeah. It's so like our bucks won't daylight until now. Yeah, they started like the mature ones, like yeah. the young ones, the three year olds, like first October. Man, they're getting smacked. I mean, yeah. they're getting killed. They're getting you're seeing them, and everybody gets all hyped up. Oh, it's on! They're chasing. It's not on. I don't say it's on until you see the big ones. Yeah, when they start getting out, then it's you know it's right. It's and usually that little lockdown phase that you're talking about. It, that's usually the first of December, in my experience, like the first day of December through usually the sixth. Yeah. And it seems like after the six, man, it gets really good for like five or six days. And then it just, after that, it's like, yeah, done. They get the skinny neck and they're right. down and it's like, they're, they're over it. They're looking for food. They just, again. Dis- they just disappear yeah. until the end of, until the first of January. And then they start coming back to food. Yeah. You guys are like three weeks behind Indiana, two or three all the time. It seems like yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Cause it's photo period, but I guess it's the tilt of the earth and the sun, how everything. Like, like if you go down to Mississippi, like they got their rut is like literally county to county sometimes. Really? Yeah. If you ever look at their rut, it's like map, a domino. Yeah, and it's wavy. Like, let's just take like Greenville, which is like a third of the way down the state, right on the Mississippi River. Their rut might be in two weeks into December. Okay. And then like, but you go further south, but more east, their ruts at the same time. But you go, like, let's say you go down Vicksburg, which would be, like, two-thirds of the way down. Yeah. And you go even with that over to the west. Well, those deer are in rut, and these deer aren't in rut. Mm. It's strange. That is that's super weird. It's really weird how, how their rut kind of does that. Yeah. It's different down here. And then, like, John, I mean, it seems like just not that far from here. It's a different world in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma where he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma's different. Kansas, I mean, Kansas is not well. Kansas is more north. Yeah, Oklahoma, like I guess. I mean, we're an hour and a half from Oklahoma right now, right? No, no, we're further than that. Oh, about three hours. From okay, Oklahoma, probably other side of Little Rock, depending on where you're at in Oklahoma. I'm sorry, I'm talking about Ar- Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh yeah, hour from Arkansas. Yeah, but Arkansas is a whole different world than here. Yeah, yeah, but they're deer. They're deer still going to rut, like their main rut, like when the big ones really start chasing. Yeah. Is but the deer density has a lot to it too, but it's usually this around the same now. Yeah, that it like where he's hunting, the deer density's really low. So I think a lot of those does that go into heat, it locks those bucks down a lot quicker. You think there's too many deer here? I think that's why they you like I don't know, man, because we can't kill real big. You can kill three a day, 
three does a day. Yeah. And you can kill, you know, in the CWD zone, pretty much unlimited bucks, but three is the legal limit. You get an earn a buck every time you kill one and right. submit it for CWD testing, which nobody's really following those. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Like, it's nobody's not testing them. No. Like, no, well, they're testing them, but they're not, they're not following the, what, or agencies recommending because it makes no sense. Like can like shoot a bunch of them, kill them to save them. Yeah, yeah. nobody's. Everybody thinks it's just yeah you know, garbage. We could do a whole podcast on that probably. Yeah, I could talk about. I thought that. about having you and Scott on and talk about Cronin. I would be happy to with my experience that I've had. But I mean, I'm not an expert at it. I just know what I've seen. Yeah, and what I used to think and what I think now, like five years into it, or six years into it, and how much like farms that were 100 positives yeah still have giants still yeah. have great huntable herds and they're still there yeah you know so and and farms that like you know john's you mentioned that that have never been haven't been hunted really in several years yeah and so it's like a case study like okay if you leave a farm alone what will cwd to it without doing what our agency recommends yeah or you know just harvesting deer on your own and it really is the same probably better than it was five years ago yeah honestly. so yeah i think it's all you know yeah baloney <laughs> baloney <laughs> yeah. like i said we could have a whole we may we may uh um do something like that yeah i i, I trim my beard up travis i look much better now yeah according to a lot of people little kid yeah okay junior job I'm, I'm to that age now where i i like to look younger now you know you know, whenever you're like you're young, you always want people to think you're older. Yeah, than you I always, are. Brandy always wants me to shave and not do it, and I'm like, God, I hate my face. <laughs> I won't go. I I'm won't like, go. Uh, what is this? I won't go clean what is, shave. What is this yeah. right here. Uh, everybody that's older out there knows what I'm talking yep. about. Yeah, Josh is a baby. Yeah, because my hair is not doing me any favors, making <laughs> me look younger. So yeah. something has to. But, ah, whatever, right? Um, so. We've been in here for 20, 23, 24 minutes now. Um, let's talk about the day. Let's do it. So we, uh, I went to a spot, uh, just, I've never been, I've, I've, I've scouted here with you. I put out some cameras with you mm-hmm. this, this, uh, August when mm-hmm. I was down here. I think that was kind of just was. looked at it and I showed you. Around yeah. It. Yeah. It was a lot different, wasn't it? In yeah. The, in the like the summer, you're like, what is, yeah, it's thick in the, yeah, in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, but you sent me to a spot I did not go to, though I never yeah. been to this spot. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a ladder stand you put up years ago, right? Mm-hmm. When I first got on the place. Yeah. And it was, if you can imagine, like parking on the side of a road and then looking down almost like a like a lane that was overgrown mm-hmm. down the road in between two thickets, essentially. Yep. And at the very end of the lane, which is hundreds of yards long, there's there's ladder stand. Yep. And there's... Uh, maybe a little bit of hardwoods outside the um, thickets on mm-hmm. each side of the little lane. That's yep. where I sat at. Yep. Um, that used to be all woods on both sides, timber, when I hung that. it was Really? All, yep. all that thick stuff wasn't there? Yep. Nope. They just cut that maybe six years ago. Oh, okay. And it was good then. Like, mm. I saw really good bucks then. So it's yeah. always been a good little pinch. I could almost see it could be, for a rifle, be even better if it wasn't quite as thick. Because it's thick right there. Yeah, it's, it's thick. And now that spot that I showed you where they cross on the road, like bow hunting, that's like money because that's where they cross. Yeah. Coming through there. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Mm-hmm. I would have, the deer, I, the deer's I, deer I seen, that's, that's I was in your cross. stand right there. I oh yeah. Right in boat range. 15 yard shot. Yeah. If that. Um, first thing in the morning, saw two does. Yeah. Coming out of the, into the, from the hardwoods into the thicket there. Thought and I gar hold you. Probably thought he probably thought I gar hold him. <laughs> didn't I didn't think that. I <laughs> I uh but you I texted you says so just had two does come in. You asked me where they came from. I told you there's you said, Oh, they're gonna cross hundred yards down that path. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of watched there and never saw them. And then it didn't see anything. This was like at six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, just gotten light. And uh they moved really early this morning. Yeah. Really early and then at ten. And then at ten o'clock. I see the two does again on the path. Um, and I'm kind of got, I, I, I get my binos up. I'm looking at them. I'm like, Oh, those are them two does that they probably went in that thicket and bedded down in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now they're just out whatever feeding or something. And then all of a sudden I hear crash and then a and, uh, out pops this buck into the clear cut, but he, he pops out between me and the does 
and then he's his butt is towards me and he's he's like got his head in the air like this going after those does and it's a really nice uh wide he's a, he's a wide buck and i'm like oh i'm gonna shoot him he's he's nice you know and uh I, you know, I got my scope on him. I'm looking through him, looking at his butt the whole time. I'm like, this freaking thing isn't going to, he's going to chase them does into the thicket. And that's what exactly what he did. Just so much fun watching him do that. Yeah. Uh, he never did even, I mean, I, I could have shot him looking away from him, but I wasn't going to do that. And he, and he, you know, they jumped in the thicket. He went in after him. I didn't get shot. Um, so they're in the thicket kind of messing around. And then that doe runs, one of the does runs out into the hardwoods to my right. And I'm like, I'm like, oh yes, he's gonna come right out here. And he 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 gets to the edge of the thicket and he just stands there. And I can't hardly see him. I can just like I can see it's him, mm-hmm. you know. And he'll turn every now and again. I can see that wider rack, the wider rack, but I can't, I mean, I couldn't hardly see him through my scope. He's it was so thick in there. And then um I was hunting pretty close to the property line, and there's a tree. I'm like, okay, he can get if he gets past this tree, I'll I'm good to shoot him. I gotta shoot him there because I can't let him get too much farther away from that tree because then he'll be on the neighbors. Um, and he, uh, finally, after felt like a little while, he came out and got out past that tree. And I just, I smoked him right there. You smoked him. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You can go for 50 yards um, maybe. And this video will be up tomorrow on the channel. So you guys are getting, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're getting a sneak peek, um, of, of what the, you know, the video is going to be better than me telling the story, but, um, it was the deer. What the deer was a two year old. He wasn't as big as what I. Yeah, had. you got a little happy. Yeah, bow hunters. That's what happens when bow hunters go grab, rifle hunting. Go grab rifles. <laughs> oh, there he is! <laughs> Boom. Boom. Oh. oh man, that's, that's why funny. I don't gun hunt anymore because I'm a mistake maker when it comes to that. Oh, dude, it's so easy. It's so, I mean, I saw him for a total like I could see him good for yeah. a total of seconds. Yeah, I mean, just a few seconds. Sun hits the rack just right. They're yeah. chasing. And you're like, oh, that's how. Him. That's how him. wide do you think he he was? Probably 17, 18. Yeah, so he he was like a nice wide deer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all I could see when he he was walking away from me with his nose near, yeah. so I couldn't see how long his time yeah. were at all. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, and I was, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't be too picky anyway. Like, yeah. I may have shot him anyway if I known, you know, I, I probably would have. But um, anyways, he wasn't quite as big as I thought. We're, he was. we're working on Josh with that. He's, he, yeah, he's not very he, picky, but we're working. Uh, on it. He uh, he also his body was kind of small too, which made him look bigger. Yeah, they they are smaller, quite a bit smaller. I'd yeah. say like they're probably a third. Uh, or you know, two thirds of the size of a Indiana deer. Yeah, it's so different. It's wild how it's like that. But yeah, yeah. our deer are small. I mean, we get some big ones, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just like they're the average. Yeah, I'd say the average in that river bottom for a three year old is going to be like live weight, two hundred pounds. Yeah, and then um, you know, if they go over much over that, they're four year old. They might yeah. get to two ten, two twenty five. You know. Yeah, and then you what know, do they lose whenever they take guts out of them? Uh, I don't know the percentage. I'd say like you lose probably about 35 pounds out of a 200 yeah. pound deer probably. Yeah. I would imagine 30 pounds, 35 pounds. Yeah. Depending on what they ate. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, I, I don't know either. You know, if, never, you gutted us, actually... if you gutted us right now, we'd yeah, probably weigh a lot we... more than we did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We ate a bunch of pizza and brownies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. There was a scale right there. Old, uh, Keith. Yeah. Uh, I was so anyways, I shot that deer. Uh, Patrick didn't see me anything this, anything this morning. No, I was zeroed yeah. all day long. Patrick sitting on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hunting across and trying to do something a little different. I'm driving back. I, I didn't know where Patrick went. I didn't know he was, you know, I had no idea where he was hunting at. And I, was, I was driving my truck back to camp and I get a call from Patrick. He goes, Hey, turn around. And then I turned around and there he was yeah. sitting up in his stand on the side of the road. I was like, Oh, there you 40 are. 40 yards on the side of the main road. <laughs> hey, this is my theory on that. So, if you're gonna, if you know where they're gonna cross, yeah, and you're hunting a big deer, and right now with it being the rut, it's wide open. So, would you rather hunt in the woods where he could run anywhere, or would you rather say, I know they're gonna cross the road right here if they cross these yeah. guys cross there every day? I'm gonna sit right here because it's you don't have to look for the pinch point. You know it's gonna be right there. Yeah, no, it's so I mean, I'm, I was just thinking crap. Right. I just, I know um, it's fine. It looks weird. It's so <laughs> it not what people do. But yeah, you know what you're supposed to do, man. Think outside the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? So that was that hunt. And then, uh, Patrick, uh, I, I ended up, we kind of, we, we got a deer, got him hung up. We went town, got lunch and then, uh, Patrick went back out and then I just kind of messed with the deer. Didn't see anything. No. They just did not move this evening. No, that's what I was after, after talking to some people and I'm kind of like, I'm 
thankful that deer walked by me because it doesn't sound like it's happening to, or at least like, you know well later. you know how it is i mean before the ruts like yeah it could it's, tomorrow it's like you have some weird loose. days like yeah. feast or famine and then when the rut hits it's just more yeah. famine than feast yeah. it seems like yeah. For yeah. A, oh for you could have you days. know you could have one guy sitting on this ridge and hadn't seen deer uh yeah because they're all two days guys. and the next guy yeah. oh thanks to the best rut ever yeah, because they're all four bucks chasing yeah. one doe on the other side yeah exactly like, oh, what yeah. happened so um midwest i mean when when i hunted you know we went to illinois and and hunted and it was terrible just the yeah. heat and the deer just were so weird you were in illinois i was in kansas mm -hmm. yeah and, and i was, was having the complete opposite that's experience. crazy because you and i were talking and i was like you see anything You're like yeah man they're everywhere of course you can see a lot more I assume in Kansas too. Yeah, visually sure. than you could where I was at because it was really thick and yeah. stuff. But I mean, first day was great, but then after that, it was just weird. Everybody in Illinois was complaining about their rut and how it just wasn't, you know, open day, yeah. even open day a gun because of the gun tag, and they said it was slow. And, you know, yeah. So I think mean, it's kind of been strange. Yeah, been a little strange here too because the warm weather and the drought. I don't know if the drought has anything to do with like their behavior yeah you know because there's still water but you know food sources do they dry up quicker sure you know, the green stuff yeah. does not have as much moisture in it so it doesn't taste yeah. as good like, i don't know i mean I, do they not move as much it's weird i'd like to know yeah um I, but i told you that i told you that story because while patrick was hunting i was butchering my deer getting him caped out i skull mounted him or whatever i i uh skinned him out all the way to do a uh, european mountain a guy named uh keith right uh -huh, yeah. yeah keith he came up to me and he was pretty disappointed we didn't weigh that deer oh was it yeah oh, he, he goes there's a scale right here and there was one hanging yeah right yeah, there. yeah 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 he's like what do you weigh i'm like i don't i'm not sure it wasn't real big and i probably weighed 175 yeah 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 and uh he he was like he goes, I think there's a scale right there. Patrick knows that. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm not a big, I don't really, a lot of people are really into the weight of them. I don't really. We always weigh them up there, but I mean, I can tell you like, they're always the same. Like, yeah, right. I'm like, oh, five yeah. or less. A, a three-year-old is going to be yeah. right at 195 to 200. The only time I ever weigh them is like, if something's like, I, I shot one that Phil dressed like 246 one time. Holy. Yeah. And I, I weighed him because I was like, gosh, this thing's a, hog you know um and and then i end up i won a like a big buck contest with that deer so yeah. i that's the only reason i wait him because i was like oh dang i need to enter this one this is yeah big one guy down in uh that i hunted with in illinois he goes up there he's the one that showed us a place yeah man he uh he killed a deer in edgar county that weighed 300 pounds dressed yeah dude they're out there imagine a 300 pound i don't even want to mess with that deer yeah i just want to take my picture with it and have somebody yeah right move it. it's like a yeah it's like a cat put, put it in the tractor let's go yeah um that's funny gotta use our e well you i didn't use mine yeah, you've been just, using your e-bikes though yeah yeah i like that it's a game changer we got our e-bikes about the same time yeah it's it's pretty awesome you gotta get a new battery but yeah your battery something wrong yeah. with your battery but no that's that's i definitely recommend getting one of those if you can yeah. find one um and they'll pull out a deer you know yeah you don't need a four-wheeler no pull out a deer just like yeah just easy you put it in that little cart and it'll go mm -hmm. heck the guy that I was just telling you about, Sonny, his son used to take him up at that place we hunt in Illinois. He used to put him in the little cart behind it and pull him back yeah. to the spot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Sonny ain't a little guy. He's just like my size. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, I mean, he used to put Sonny in the cart, and, and they just go riding back on the trail to wherever Sonny was going to hunt. <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's funny. I see. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vincent used to carry me back. So, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, they'll, they'll pull him. Yeah. Um guy I bought mine off of he had a video of him pulling his with the sled he would put it just his sled behind oh yeah yeah pull it with the sled yeah that's not a bad idea yeah because those sleds will slide over anything oh yeah yeah they're probably as good as a cart, or if not maybe better yeah. in some situations yeah i mean it maybe have a little more drag to it but yeah um in certain situations it wouldn't though because i bet you know that i'm sure that cart will get like if you go over a log or something yeah. probably rough on it yeah whereas a sled will just go right over go right it. over it would be nice if they have a sled yeah that little they wouldn't much of a dude i want and i it wouldn't technically be legal in indiana i don't think but i want to get a deer cart that has a battery on it that you can that operates the wheels for the deer cart for the hills oh, in indiana yeah, yeah that'd probably be pretty good yeah it has, a, good it has idea a thumb throttle giving away your i'm idea. not smart enough you're giving away your patent man yeah but dude having a having a and 
my buddies from Wisconsin think it's dumb. No, but. that's that actually probably be really good. You know, they make what is it they make? They make battery powered wheelbarrows. Dude, that would work. So like, why don't we just use one of those? You could, because like sometimes you get in Indiana in the hills, you can get it back a couple miles. It's like a daunting task oh, to God. get him out. Yeah, and like, but if you had a battery powered wheelbarrow yeah. back there, yeah. You could just hold that thing and you need to get. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, a you getting a sled putting Huck in it, like in the wintertime. Yeah. If you get a snow, <laughs> just riding around on your e bike, you keep, it, <laughs> keep it upright, like slide him around. You, do, you could use your four wheeler for that. Though. Yeah. I, I think I'll just grab the yeah, four wheeler. Yeah, I hurt myself on that bike. Yeah, it's been a long day, guys. Yeah. It's been a, it's yeah. Been a long day, but fun. Um, Keith was a funny guy. He talked to me for a long time. Yeah. He, uh, that, that club. Like he, like he's a, he's whatever. He's been in it for like 30 years. Almost. Oh, really? That 28, long? 28. I think he got in it when his son was born or a year after his son was born. I think Chase is 28, he, uh, 29. So he's been there a long time. Gosh, it's such a cool place for an outdoorsman because like he was saying, now he's, he's a deer hunter, but not really. You know, he was like, I don't, I really he don't used fish. used to deer hunt a lot more than, yeah. he, than he fished and he's just gotten into the fishing. So yeah. He deer but, hunts for meat and makes a bunch of jerky. Yeah. And uh, he's a he's a like a over a over a bunch of people. He's a it's not like a higher up yeah, like AT &T, foreman right? or something. Whatever it be, he's a big. He's like he said he's a like the construction manager for yeah, AT and T. Yeah, he's he's pretty well, and he's been there like for a long yeah. time. So yeah. like he does a lot for his guys that work under him. So he kills a lot of deer and gives them jerky and stuff. Yeah, um, stuff cooks for him. But stuff. like he said for him, he's like he goes, yeah, I love it out here. He goes, I get up get my deer stand and then about nine o'clock when it gets warm enough to go fishing i just get down and go fishing you he know, doesn't care about any antlers or anything no 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 so i mean if he saw a big one he'd get excited about it but yeah and uh he'll he'll sometimes like if he knows there's a big one in the area he'll go hunt it yeah but uh he don't really care yeah. he just wants to doze for the, the yeah. jerky he just wants to go crop he wants to go crop and fish and go to the jerky <laughs> man that's all he cares about but, but my point is like it's so cool that there's a place right there where he can just do everything he yeah likes, i mean we got know? we got four lakes you got river access so you can duck hunt. you got duck hunting when it floods there's a ton of turkeys down there but of course we're usually flooded during turkey there's a lot of turkeys really a, a very good deer herd i mean I you've seen the videos of the deer and the pictures i have of deer i mean it's yeah it's it's deer that like I mean, anyone that's your average guy would be like, oh, my gosh. You yeah. Know? I mean, before I had a lot of time to hunt, I mean, 100% like been just ecstatic. I'm just ecstatic over the deer now anyway. Yeah. Just for what you get to hunt. But, um, and it's what, $1,500 a year? $1,200? Yeah, $1,500. $1,500 a year? Yeah, it's not bad. No. For what you get, cabin? No, dude. Camping? access to you couldn't camp. you couldn't get on you could not hardly get on a lease in indiana for fifteen hundred dollars yeah and then you'd be sharing it with 10 guys it'd be maybe maybe a thousand acres would be yeah. a big lease yeah you know and then it would be there'd be no cabin or anything and it, like well that. and it'd also be like one or two dimensional you could probably tur turkey and deer hunt and then yeah. maybe squirrel you may have you can squirrel hunt pretty much anywhere yeah but like up there you can squirrel hunt it's got excellent squirrel hunting rabbit hunting uh you know, ducks, turkeys, deer, fishing, got big bass in the lakes. If you like yeah. the bass fish, got now, crappie. Is that place like an anomaly or is it, is there a lot of those kinds of places? There's not a lot of that, that kind of acreage on that, on the river system like that. Like oh. there's a club that's right next to us on the, I guess it would be, it'd, it'd be west of us. Yeah. And they have the same acreage. As a matter of fact, his family used to own it or something. It still has his last name on it, but it's been around a long time too. And I mean, it's, it's got an old membership. Like the guys in there have been in there for a long time. I think they've got 32 members. They yeah. were a 40 man club, but they started downsizing as, yeah. as they, you know, cause right. they just didn't want to add any, um, they're kind of old school. They don't shoot any does like at all. Yeah. So they have a ton of does and they have some good bucks. We shoot a lot of does and I think we have better bucks Yeah, because of that. But yeah, we don't probably. keep our bucks now. Once the this is the one thing I do know. Like after the first rut, Only a thing, lot of huh? our bucks disappear, and I think they go there because their does don't get bred because there's so many of them on the first rut. Yeah, possibly. I mean, that's just me speculating. I yeah, hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Scott says he's on a 178 acre lease with three guys for sixteen hundred dollars. Man. Yeah, I do. That's how it is in Indiana. It's just sad that it's come to that. Like, I remember when my dad and I, 
first were in a club and he was in a club for 30 years. And he, I mean, I think it was like 300 bucks a year. Yeah. And like, I remember saving up money to get in it. My, the only year I was in it when I turned 18, I wanted to be a member. And so I think I just remember saving up the 300 bucks. And it seemed like a lot back then, you know, yeah. I mean, 1998, I was making, you know, what was minimum wage, like 475, probably like five something an yeah. hour. And so, you know, which is still probably more money than we're making now with the way the economy is, but that's another topic. <laughs> right. But I mean, God, I mean, the time's gotten so expensive. What yeah. these people are paying for leases, it's, it's insane. Like I noticed on these lease networks, like Kentucky hunting and leases oh. and stuff, it's like, uh, I got a lease, uh, 200 acres, uh, $20,000. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, man. I know. That's insane. And people are paying it. Yeah. Well, there was a, there's a big lease. And that a bunch of my buddies are on in Indiana. And I think it's it's thousand acres. I think there's ten guys on it, and they each pay. I want to say it's. I think it's fifteen hundred a piece. Yeah. Um. It's how many a thousand acres? Thousand acres. That's not bad. No, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, you got to pay more if you're going turkey hunting. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And then like a lot of, I mean. A lot of my buddies got off of it last year because, uh, like the farmer was shooting deer in the summertime. Yeah, yeah. No, that ain't gonna work on those permits and stuff. Do y'all have equity partnership clubs? Um, you familiar with that? I think I know what you're talking about. I haven't really a heard lot anybody, of those around here. I haven't really heard anybody talking about that. Yeah, we have a lot of them around here. They're um, uh, up and down the Mississippi River Delta. They're yeah. really common. Yeah. Uh, where basically, for y'all that might not know what it is, it's where uh, the, the a group of people go in and buy a piece of land, and each of them own an equal share of that property. And yeah, they have they still pay dues for maintenance every year, right? But they own a parcel, and they kind of they can actually earn money on that parcel when they sell it. Um, there's one that a friend of mine was on, and I think the guy that bought all of it was, I think they pay like two hundred fifty thousand for each parcel, and when he bought his parcel. He paid five and then he probably could sell it for seven and a half or yeah. you know, seven, you know, three quarters of a mil. Yeah. And and so I mean, you can make money on things like that. There's not any for like regular guys like us. I mean, it's like it's hard to get that done. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, Scott, I guess that's not I mean, if you pay he pays four hundred with another guy and then another guy pays eight hundred, the main main guy pays eight hundred. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard so much higher too. Like, um, me and my cousin did one. This has been a long time ago, and I can't even remember the price of it. But it was on a pretty small parcel. Um, but it was kind of similar to that. I think we each paid three hundred bucks a piece. Maybe and there was three of us, me and my two cousins. Yeah, but then, you know, it's what are you getting for that too? Are you just getting hunting land? That's it. Are you yeah. getting a place where you could kill some big deer? You know, what I mean, yeah. it's like, and what do you want? You know, yeah, this was, I mean, there was, you, you, there's a possibility of killing a big deer, but like, if I'm being honest with you, there was like a couple places to sit on this farm, yeah, you know, yeah. you know oh, I yeah. mean, I think it was like 200 acres. You know, what's crazy to me is like, they're like, oh, you know, what was it, like $5,000 for this 50 acre field, no trees. Yeah. Like, right. What? Right. Like, what are you hunting? Like, yeah, I don't understand. And people are like, oh, sit up, PM, damn me, damn me, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's what's wrong with hunting today. People yeah. pay for anything just to have land. You know, yeah. it's sad that it's become that way. Yeah, especially for deer hunters. I never thought I'd see deer hunters struggle with stuff like this. You know, really duck hunters. Yeah, duck hunting is an expensive sport, and it's limited because there's only so many states that have good duck hunting. Yeah, and there's only so many places in those states that have water and habitat for ducks. But deer can live anywhere. Yeah. So I just never thought it would come to this, but. I mean, it almost seems like eventually one day, but it keeps going. We'll be priced out of hunting. Yeah, there's always public land. Yeah, once they let us hunt it. Does the does Cheney? Yeah, does Cheney ever uh, have they ever raised their rent kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, he raised it this year. Actually, he went up like a hundred bucks. Oh, really? This year. Yeah, it's gone up twice since I've been in. I think it was thirteen hundred the first year. For several years, and it went up to like fourteen and like fourteen fifty. Then I think this year it's like fifteen or fifteen fifty. I think it's fifteen fifty now. Hmm. But it's still, I mean, to me, it's like 
it was like twenty five hundred. The cabin on it's beautiful. Like I was, I was telling, I was talking to Maddie this morning. Like you could, like you could get on here and like just, it'd be worth to be on it if you just took like a, a long weekend and came down and like stayed in the cabin, went fishing, went fishing, took the kids fishing, yeah, got whatever. Boat. Yeah, it'd be like a cheap vacation. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, especially if you like outdoorsy stuff yeah. like that. And then if a guy gets down here and deer hunts, great. I'm know? very appreciative of it because I think it's a special place and I think it's just special. You can find it. You can find hunt land anywhere, but it's got all those amenities and stuff. Yeah, and it's nice. Like you, when you clean your deer. Yeah, and you're like oh, I don't want to get my hands messy. And you're like, oh, what am I talking about? I can there's go a, wash them. I'm like, yeah, there's a yeah we have. Yeah, well water that's coming out here, so you can wash your deer off. We yeah. have two racks you can hang them and skin them, and then you can just go inside and wash your hands. Yeah, after you're done. I mean, sit on the recliner and wait for sit on the recliner and wait for me to come in with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. Uh, I, I I got my deer in the cooler, uh, got rid of everything, cleaned it, cleaned everything up real nice. You know, left it better than it was whenever I started, and um, I sat on the recliner up there and I watched uh, Seek One that new episode they had come yeah, out that yeah freaking giant he Crazy killed giant in cincinnati dude. yeah yeah i um, see one of those walk up yeah yeah um yeah that's insane you used to hunt a little urban yeah yeah in memphis yeah killed a lot of good deer on it yeah it's not like hunting out there though no i got to the point with hunting that that like it just didn't give you that, that yeah. adrenaline rush you're a you're essentially you're well not essentially you are a Memphis police officer and then kind of got, 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 got permission, permission to hunt 160 acres right inside the middle of the city. Yeah, which 160 acres is a little different than I th- I, it might be different than some of what they do because oh, it yeah. seems like they got smaller parcels, like a couple acres, like an acre a couple here, acres behind yeah. a house in a yeah. neighborhood. I was hunting 160, but um, it's pretty much the same principle. This they don't scent doesn't bother them like they're really? yeah they're not scared super scared of people because they see them all the time mm. um it was just it just got to the point where i was like this is not making my heart jump yeah i gotta go back to hunting even if i'm hunting smaller deer yeah i gotta go back to hunting because i mean you killed challenging you killed some deer that were i mean you did you kill a 180 no 170 no. was it what was the biggest was one you killed? 160 160 yeah, okay 160. i don't know why i, I got a 150 a 160 uh Two two one thirties, a one thirty seven. I've got several Pope No two fifteens like Lee killed though. No, no. They're here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they you can find them, but man, I don't want to do all that work. I mean, yeah. I'd rather go like sketch, like dealing with sketchy people yeah. and like not like on. all the pressure, like talking to people and going, Hey, man, if I hunt in your backyard, yeah. I won't shoot my ears oh, in your pool. Dude, I respect his grind. Oh, he's awesome. Like, dude, like I was watching that video and he was like changing his clothes in his truck to put on nice clothes. I'm going to go talk to these people. And he's in the hood in Cincinnati. Yeah. And like, he's walking up to these doors and there's like, you know, if you can imagine what the house looks like, yeah. and I'm just like, Oh, oh yeah. Man, I used to I, service those people when I was in a, the police, when I was on the police yeah. in Memphis. So Memphis police yeah. officer. And, and I'm not even anything about it. The video is a, um, very long video. It's like an hour, nine minutes. I'm not through it all the way, but just, I'm so far. I'm about, maybe 30 minutes in. They put out good stuff though. Like when they oh, yeah. put a video, they don't put a lot of videos out. Like they're not constantly putting stuff out. Yeah. But when they do, there's a lot of thought into it and there's a backstory. Yeah. 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 It's like a, it took me, took me a year to make this video. Like did it, it like the, well, the storyline is a year long. I mean, if oh you yeah. Film from forever, getting the yes. to finding the deer to get yeah, the pictures. Yeah. All the drama that goes yeah. In like there. it originally started out as like, I'm it's just, he thought it was like a, cause he, he gets a lot of fake leads, I guess. Like people sending like deer that aren't, really where they're at kind mm-hmm. of thing and that's what he thought this one was yeah, so not crappy. they're probably hunters jealous trying to mess with him yeah you know? yeah um but having anyway. to weed through that man i'd hate it mm-hmm. and then then probably the he's probably brought a lot of people into trying to hunt urban yeah probably everybody's knocking on everybody's door now he uh i mean in this video he's like you know there's homeless people like uh smashing his cameras oh yeah um, I've had people walk by my cameras. I'm like, who's, who's that? You know, my cell cam will go. Yeah. But who are these guys? Well, are they hunters? I'm like, no, they just look like they're just walking through the woods and making a shortcut. Yeah. Okay. This guy, I mean, these people are clearly homeless people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like, dude, like in this one piece of property, there's an old abandoned, like, uh, um, I don't know what it is. It's like a box of some sort of yeah. like a container or something. Yeah. And there's like a guy, like a, like a guy living inside <laughs> well, yeah, of I, it. And, and he's like, I was always waited, man. When I was sitting there in the stand, I was like, I always carried my pistol. Yeah. And I was always like, somebody's going to come and get me in here. Like, there's one, there's some, somebody's going to come get me. I'm a cop. And I'm like, somebody's going to get me. Somebody's yeah. going to come and take but my he's like, he's like, He's like, literally, I hate to run the video if you haven't seen it, but like, he, he's like, 
he's walking into this property and he sees this box. He's like, dude, I guarantee someone's living in there. Oh, and God. he like walks up to it and he's got his camera. His camera was, uh, they like twisted it off the lock, like twisted it until yeah, it broke. Until it broke. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hello. I almost think that people do that because they're scared that they got caught on camera. Not because they know yeah, what it is. They don't know. Cause yeah. the guys that walk by my camera, they turn my camera off. Oh really? They left it on the tree. Yeah. But you can see them like walk by and and then you see them going like pointing. And then, and then like that's the next gonna... thing you know, I get an orange picture of like the shirt that he had on yeah. a hand over it. And then I couldn't get any more pictures. I drove yeah. back out there. I was like, it's going to be gone. And it was it's there. Off. So they didn't steal it. They yeah. just didn't. Well, that's good. They, they just they took, that his. They took it all. Um, yeah. But he, he, he like, like got, he got up to the door of the box and he's like, hello. And they're like, they're like, uh, yeah. And he's like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, Hey, I just was wondering if you saw a trail camera back here. And of course they're like, no. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, it's not worth my time. It's like, it's not worth the headache, but dude, I'm like, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to confront those people. No, that's what the area I hunted. It got so bad with crime that I just didn't want to. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, he's like familiar. Memphis is like, yeah, it's getting rough. We just broke another homicide record in Memphis, which I don't live there anymore. I'm moved out of, yeah, so on suburbs, yeah. way out from Memphis. But man, I like mm-hmm. as soon as that crime started going up, I was like, mm-hmm. man, I don't even want to drive into mm-hmm. town and risk all this and yeah, deal with somebody mad or something like that. Yeah, he's but, like stepping over syringes to get to yeah. his tree stands and stuff. Like, yeah. man, you are in a rough spot. I had like a raised sewer in front of my stand and all the deer yeah. would walk by that sewer. Like I killed like two or three deer, like a, yeah. a raised sewer, like a manhole yeah. on top of the sewer and the concrete. They ran yeah. through the middle of it, like high pressure sewage system or something. Somebody told me what it was. I remember that. It's kind of weird finding that stuff in there. Yeah. But no, I, uh, I, I agree though. His, his, their videos are entertaining. And I, I, like I said, I respect the grind. Like, man, yeah, he puts a lot of work into it. Yeah, I, more than what I would be. Yeah, I mean, he I put like, a lot of work into my it was, stuff. But it, dude, it was crazy. It's like a different level. He he got a picture. Someone posted a picture of this deer. In the background, you can see a building has graffiti on it. And he spent like he said about seven hours on his computer, looking through Cincinnati and trying to find that building that had the um that that graffiti, and he oh found it. Oh my god! Yeah. Yep. That's nuts. Yep. That's how I guess I got started on. That's where he found like the location of the general like, who area. Who sends you that lead though? Like that's what I want to know. Like I was, dude, I was saying the same thing. You're in Illinois, and I think people just can't help themselves. But like, like random people will show you trail cam pictures of like, oh yeah, not you in general, like, but it's like they people are just loose. They want to talk, trips, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm guilty of that sometimes, and I've got to you know. I usually don't tell people where it's at, but they don't figure out where it's at because they see where you're hunting all the time, right? Especially on a club, you know, like I try to keep it quiet. Man, I, I really want to talk about because I'm excited. Well, your it's club's a, a little different because there seems like there is a respect at the club for like yeah. your areas a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. But on public land, it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Showing people kind of hunt their people at my club kind of hunt their stuff, and you know, they're they're convinced that what they're doing is the way to do it. Sure, whatever. Um, and so maybe I mean, it as, is as convinced yeah. as, as I am at the, the, yeah. the way I'm doing it is going to be the most successful way for me. So yeah. they don't seem to really bother with like going and um trying to hunt your area yeah it's happened but it's not very often now if there was a big enough deer that everybody was seeing i've seen people like go oh so i'm sorry i'm going there i'm gonna go find him right now but, yeah you know, good luck That's yeah um but anyway we've been on here for almost an hour now yeah that's cool i'm tired too and i'm worn out so is there big deer in the south yeah there's some good ones yeah we killed some good ones in tennessee yeah you know, it's, um, I wouldn't say so it's like, a sleeper state cause it's kind of tough to hunt. Yeah. Um, our deer are, are pretty tough, man. Like I, I want you, I'd love for you to hunt down here, like for a, like a while and do your scouting and yeah. find your spot and then yeah. try to hunt them. And you'd see like, well, I mean, today wasn't just like an easy hunt. I mean, it's just, sure. it happens when it happens. Right. But you know, it's, it's a different game cause I've hunted up North in Illinois and I can tell you, the 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 ease of getting on big deer to me from hunting the south to getting on big deer whether it's just there's more age structure up there or the deer the deer I'll tell you this the deer don't act as, as spooky. spooky up there as they do here like not at all yeah um if it's that or if it's age structure but I mean 
if you give me two weeks in Illinois, like two solid weeks of good weather, not this weird stuff we had, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could bring home a big deer. You give me two weeks in the south, I don't, I don't think I could do it. I ain't that right? good. No, I'm not that good. I mean, I just, I mean, I hunt ground that I, I mean, I've been hunting there ground that I know, mm-hmm. and I haven't killed a deer yet. This yeah. Year. So, and I've got s- several deer that I feel like I know what they're doing, and now it's the rut. I haven't figured them out yet. Yeah. So, the one I did kind of figure out. He got killed by a rifle hunter. So. Yeah. Not me. No, not this guy. <laughs> I'd have been happy though if he did. <laughs> I'd been like, good. Larry's Larry's dead. I can go on to the next chapter. <laughs> Larry of my life. was his de- was this deer he was uh, chasing after. Somebody said they were putting in. I laughed so hard yesterday. They're putting in for Presidents Island here in Memphis, which is like a coveted. Yeah. I mean, it's thirteen. I've got thirteen years trying to get it drawn. And one guy says, God, I wish I could just get drawn so I could go on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and he's put in for like 12 years. Like, I just want to get on with my life. Oh, that's funny. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, thanks for hopping on, everybody that did. And we'll uh, talk to you later. Be looking right. for that video tomorrow. Yeah, See go ya. kill him. <laughs>